Thanks for joining us for A Moment with Jesus, a 30-minute contemplative devotional moment designed to help you cultivate everyday connection with God. We hope this short half hour will give you some breathing room in your day to connect with Jesus. The devotionals are designed so that you'd only need to bring yourself and your preferred way to listen. But if there's anything else you'd like to gather before we begin, now is the time. Maybe a Bible, a journal, something to write with, or anything else you think might help you connect with Jesus during this time. Let's get started. Today is day seven of the Gospel of Luke series. Take a moment and just allow your heart and soul to begin to quiet. Maybe you ask God to remove any distractions from these next 30 minutes. Let us begin in prayer. Jesus, allow our hearts to rest in your presence during this time. Prepare us to hear your words. May we be attentive to how you are speaking. What can we learn about the kingdom of God today? Guide us by your Holy Spirit, and may our hearts and minds be soft to your prompting. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 7. After he had finished all his sayings in the hearing of the people, he entered Capernaum. Now a centurion had a servant who was sick and at the point of death, who was highly valued by him. When the centurion heard about Jesus, he sent him to the elders of the Jews asking him to come and heal his servant. And when they came to Jesus, they pleaded with him earnestly, saying, He is worthy to have you do this for him, for he loves our nation, and he is the one who built our synagogue. And Jesus went with them. When he was not far from the house, the centurion sent friends to him, saying to him, Lord, do not trouble yourself, For I am not worthy to have you come under my roof. Therefore, I did not presume to come to you. But say the word, and let my servant be healed. For I too am a man set under authority, with soldiers under me. And I say to one, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled at him, and turning to the crowd that followed him, said, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such faith. And when those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the servant well. Soon afterward, he went to a town called Nain, and his disciples and a great crowd went with him. As he drew near to the gate of the town, Behold, a man who had died was being carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow. 
and a considerable crowd from the town was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came up and touched the bier, and the bearer stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. And the dead man sat up and began to speak, and Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized them all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has arisen among us, and God has visited his people. And this report about him spread through the whole of Judea and all the surrounding country. The disciples of John reported all these things to him, and John, calling two of his disciples to him, sent them to the Lord, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And when the men had come to him, they said, John the Baptist has sent us to you, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? In that hour he healed many people of diseases and plagues and evil spirits, and on many who were blind he bestowed sight. And he answered them, Go and tell John what you have seen and heard. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, the dead are raised up, the poor have good news preached to them and blessed is the one who is not offended by me. When John's messengers had gone, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing? Behold, those who are dressed in splendid clothing and live in luxury are in king's courts. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. I tell you, among those born of women none is greater than John, yet the one who is least in the kingdom of God is greater than he. When all the peoples heard this, and the tax collectors too, they declared God just, having been baptized with the baptism of John. But the Pharisees and the lawyers rejected the purpose of God for themselves, not having been baptized by him. To what then shall I compare the people of this generation, and what are they like? They are like children sitting in the marketplace, and calling to one another. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not weep. For John the Baptist has come, eating no bread and drinking no wine, and you say, he has a demon. The Son of Man has come, eating and drinking, and you say, look at him, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is justified by all her children. One of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went into the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. And behold, a woman of the city, who was a sinner, 
when she learned that he was reclining at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of ointment. And standing behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answered, saying to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he answered, Say it, teacher. A certain money lender has two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon answered, The one, I suppose, for whom he canceled the larger debt. And he said, You have judged rightly. Then, turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven little, loves little. And he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. Then those who were at the table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. As we have heard the words of Luke 7, and perhaps read along, let us now move into a time of reflection on the passage. One of the things we see in Luke chapter 7 is we are seeing lots of interactions between Jesus and many people. As you think about what you just heard, what did you notice? Some people are beginning to recognize who Jesus is. Some are skeptical. Some are judging his actions. Notice these different groupings. And then what are the characteristics of those people? Take some time and have a conversation with God about what you are noticing about the different people that are interacting with Jesus.
as we continue in reflection in Luke chapter 7, we notice that even John the Baptist expected how Jesus would engage and be in the world would be different than the way he was seeing it. When have you found yourself experiencing doubt? When you found yourself in these places, maybe asking Jesus, are you who you say you are? Are you who I thought you were? What are the things that have restored your faith? Have a conversation with Jesus about whatever is surfacing, whether it is a doubt you are currently processing or um, perhaps you want to give thanks and acknowledgement for doubts that um, God has shown himself faithful in.
as we continue to talk to Jesus about what we have heard, one of the things we see in this passage is the way Jesus interacts with the woman at the Pharisee's house and how he um, meets us in places where we may feel shame or places where we have experienced shame from our communities and he redeems and restores and gives us honor and dignity in those places and through Jesus' death and resurrection he does that in our lives today what about you? Are there tender, sensitive places in your life that you might feel shame about, that you maybe have experienced shame from others about? Ask Jesus to come into those places and like the woman at the Pharisee's house, Ask Jesus to pull you out of the weight of the burden of shame and into his tender, redeeming love. As we continue on, let our time of reflection now move us into a time of intentional prayer. In our first reflection question, we thought about the different groups of people that Jesus was interacting with. What were some of those things you noticed and talked about with God and the group of people who are recognizing Jesus and inviting him in? 
Think about those characteristics and then pray for those things to be true of you and those around you. As we continue in prayer, some of the things we see in today's passage is that Jesus has power over death and over darkness, that Jesus gently lifts us up out of our shame, and that Jesus has the power to forgive our sins. And part of what we see in this passage is that the key to loving and forgiving like Jesus did is understanding the greatness of the debt that Jesus has paid for us. In this next section, 
Let's pray for a deeper understanding of how Jesus has redeemed and restored us, and that that may overflow into the way we interact with people around us. Or perhaps as you are reading these words today and listening to these words, maybe you've never experienced Jesus as the one who gives you honor in your shame, that has paid for your sins, that has the power to triumph over death and darkness. If that's you, maybe you want to invite Jesus into your life today. Or maybe you're still figuring out who he is. Maybe you want to ask him to reveal yourself. Maybe you want to ask him to reveal himself to you. Take a moment and wherever you may be, pray about these things. If there is more on your heart today, maybe there are some personal things you're wanting to pray about, just take time and press pause and continue on however you feel led. But if you're feeling like it is time to close and to move on into whatever may be next, Let us end together in prayer. Loving, merciful, God the Father, 
Thank you that you have made a way for us to know you through Jesus, our elder brother. Thank you that you see deep into our hearts. And during your time on earth, you knew who was seeing you out of a pure heart and not judging by outward appearance or earthly accolades. Jesus, may we be people who recognize you in our generation. May we be the kind of people that help others recognize you. Through being people that resemble the words and the work that you have modeled for us. In Jesus' name, amen.